Hello, hello, welcome to Anime Anonymous. I am CJ. And I'm Artsy. And this week is a holiday episode. Now it's a couple days after Christmas, but um, yeah, that's, that's just how schedules work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, if you didn't hear uh, last week's episode, uh, this week we were reviewing Netflix's uh, uh, 2019 Klaus because they don't actually say Claus. It's spelled like Claus, you know, Santa Claus, but they actually pronounce his name Klaus, right? It's Klaus. Klaus. But before we get into this, uh, we were actually talking in the pre-show about what's your favorite Christmas movie, how we didn't know there were six Home Alone movies. I've only watched one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. How Artsy has only watched one. I have watched three out of the six. Um, and also, we're talking about what some people's favorite songs are for the Christmas season. Um, so if you ever want to catch that part of the show, uh, it will be coming on Patreon here soon. But... You can always join us on twitch.tv slash crazy jam. We stream the podcast episodes every Wednesday at 830 Eastern Standard Time. Um, Now we can get into the actual show. Um, Klaus 2019. Quick thoughts. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like, I said this in the pre-show, but hey, core show gets it too, baby. Um, I enjoy when movies flip, um, flip it on their head or, or come from a different angle. This was not your stereotypical Christmas movie. Uh, it was very well done. Um, and it was surprisingly well written. I was not, and it could be because I went in not expecting much, even though I've been told by multiple people, this was a good movie. So I, I guess I, I had mid tier expectations. I couldn't come in with low because I've heard that it was good, mm-hmm. but I wasn't expecting like a, a, a grand slam. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, so that's my quick thoughts. What about you? I agree. I do appreciate movies that flip a norm, like flip the norm, basically. And this one definitely did that the whole time I was following. But I was like, that is a very, very good twist on the normal idea of Santa Claus. And but it was really cool how they thought it came about. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um... And it did have some good moments where I almost cried in one part, but um, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Okay, good. So um, do you want to get us on how it starts or you want me to do that? I can get I can talk about it. Okay. Um. So it talks about we start off and about. <laughs> Hold on, dark, dark lord that's cried in a Christmas movie. <laughs> she'll get to it. She'll uh, get I, to. I, she'll get to it. Yeah, I didn't actually cry. It was coming. I, I, I made it. 
take that term as you as you wish. Um, and so how it starts is you are shown into a world. It tells you, okay, this is how you know Santa Claus started, and it started with the letter. Well, then you're at this postal academy, which is like a boot camp for mailmen. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I was like, oh, that workout could work. I just pick up a package and do some crunches instead of a weighted ball. That would work. Um, so you're following this very privileged, I guess it's a son, but the main character, Jesper. And he's very privileged, like silk sheets, butlers, people tend to his every will. And his dad owns the postal um, company that I guess is around the world that I'm yeah, understanding. Uh, yes. Yeah. They, they have different routes to different spots. Yeah. Right. So his dad being, uh, I, I actually agree with what he did for Jesper, um, was trying to get Jesper to understand that he is very privileged and he needs to know himself outside of the privileged world that he has been growing up in. Um, we can stop there and talk about that. I agree with that parenting style. I don't really, I know you should spoil your kids, but you shouldn't spoil them to a point where that is their norm. Like yeah. that's their normal life. Yeah. I am all for s certain spoiling. Like I will spoil my kids with love. Right. But, um, materialistic. No, I, um, I never want my kids to be materialistic. Yeah. Uh, now I will always want our kiddos to be better than when I was a kid because there were certain times where it was a struggle bus <laughs> for my family. But I also look at those times kind of fondly uh, because we were as a as a unit. Me and my family were tight. Mm -hmm. Me, my mom and my dad were like tight. Right. Um, so I. I. While I don't want my kiddo to go through that, I see the points in this. He's way spoiled, like way too spoiled. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I, yeah, I would never want that for my kids. So, yes, I agreed with the dad. Like the dad was like, no, you're you're not going to on purpose uh, fail at this job and think you're going to go back to your cushy, you know, pampered lifestyle at home and <laughs> jesper's like uh yeah that that's what i thought i was gonna do <laughs> but dad's like no and if you don't uh if you don't go to this one place which i i can't remember the name smensburg something it's a weird name um which he's like if you don't go there and get like six thousand mailed um letters by basically, you know, end of end of the winter, then that's it. You're cut off like that was hardest of hard kind of uh, what is it? Um, uh, ultimatums. There we go. Uh, that, that was the word. Smearsburg. <laughs> Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it's called. Schmerzenberg. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was like a huge ultimatum because like that place, uh, the 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 headmaster, like the, the trainer, 
he was like, what the heck? You're sending him there? Like, when he was pushing his area, like, where he was supposed to go. So, obviously, like, that's, like, the the, the no man zone. Mm-hmm. And so, he was like, wow, you're sending your son there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, it was it was a trial of fire, basically. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, he continued that whole, you're going to struggle. Because when when Jesper walks out... It's this cushy carriage and this, you know, butler that rolls away and he gets this dinky carriage with this. Oh, I, I feel so bad for the horse, but man, he, <laughs> he was doing his job. He looked so miserable. He looked like a mix of a dwarf horse and Eeyore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I felt for him I, or her or what it I felt yeah. for it. I felt for it. Um, But, okay, so, you know, he's traveling, traveling, traveling. Then you meet, um, who's the fairy guy name? I forget his, I don't think we even know his name. No, we know. Uh, Mogens. I think that's his name. Oh, Mogens? I think that's Mogens, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, Smearsburg is an island surrounded by water. And so Jesper and Mogens um, meet. I'm pretty sure that's who Mogens is. We're yeah. just gonna go so along we're, we're with. We're gonna it. go off of Mogan. We're gonna say his name's <laughs> Mogan's. <laughs> I, I swear, I don't think they really say his name. They call him the fairy guy. Right. I mean, you could call him Mogan's, or you could call him the fairy guy. Up to you. That's <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, but he drives the ferry, and he takes Jesper and poor Eeyore horse um, to Smirzenberg. And <laughs> Every time you say it, <laughs> your voice gets lower. He's taking them to Schmerzburg. Because <laughs> I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> I have to think. There's so much thought when I'm trying to say this name. Um, now, this place is not the prettiest looking. Like, it's scary. Um, it, yeah. It looks like Shipwreck Cove. Yeah. Mixed with. The North Pole, Antarctica, and, um, yeah. And, uh, ooh, crap. It's gonna come to me. But I have another image of it. But, um, apparently there is a feud. Do you want to talk about the feud on this island? <clears throat> yeah, there are... Well, so, so well, the, the way we first get inter- introduced to this feud is uh mogens he <laughs> brings jesper in and just is like yo where is everybody um like where's the reception mogens like oh yeah yeah just um just ring that bell over there they'll, they'll bring out the the caviar the champagne everything he's like really he's like yeah 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 that, that will do the um the uh the reception. <laughs> so Jesper rings the bell and yeah, just everybody in their house just runs out pans, swords, like, or not, not, not swords. It's like pans, um, like blunt objects and stuff. And they're just beating the snot out of each other. And that's how you're introduced. Yeah. There are two feuding families who have been feuding for literal centuries um, it's just been passed down to each of their their children that oh we don't like them and they don't like us. Um, so yeah, 
the crooms and the Ellingbows. Yeah, I'm not remembering that, so that's why I didn't mention it. The crooms it. and the Ellingbows. You can see that this this whole movie has some names where you really got to think about how to say them. Yeah, so I don't know. But but like it, it's funny. Like the way that you're introduced to it. Um, and but it's then, so weird because it's like one family is like the Gingers and then the other family is like the Adams family. Oh, is it? Are they gingers? Are are they're all the, redheads? Are they all red? You, the crooms are all redheads, and the bull, bullying bull, bull, those guys—they look like the Adams family. Well, no, only those kids look like the Adams family. That's not okay. The the leader looks like um looks like the woman from the Emperor's New Groove, just yes, a shorter yeah, version of yeah, her. Yeah, she looks like her. Um, but uh, yeah, so. She, what is her? Now you have me thinking about what that that I think it starts with an E. Anyway, whatever that doesn't matter. I, I, um, but yeah, so that's how we're introduced to the feud, and uh, he Jesper is just trying to get these people to sign letters so that he can get back to his Yzma. fishy life. Isma. Oh, so it does start with an E. No, why? Really? Yeah. Oh, I always Y-Z-M-A. thought Y-Z-M-A. Okay, well, I thought Isma started with an an E. Um, okay, never mind then. Um, but yeah, so Anywho. he's trying to get them to sign these letters. He needs six thousand. They're like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> nobody's trying to communicate. They get their point across real easy, and they're <laughs> trying to kill each other all the time. Yeah. Um. So he then uh basically runs into this one kid who drops his art um that he was drawing kid asks him for it he's like oh you know he's conning this poor child uh he's like oh well you know as a mailman i i can't just give it to you i have to mail it back to you uh it's gonna call it cost a penny blah 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 um which man postage is a penny that's true right god living the life um but yeah so then the dad comes and sees that six his dogs after him and those but, dogs look weird. Yeah. Well, it's it's this art style. Yeah. Like, that's that's the art style. Um, Skinny. Yeah. He sicks the the dogs on him. Uh, okay. Months go by, or at least weeks. I'll say weeks. Weeks go by. Jesper has not done one um one letter. Sees on his map that there's a house like way down yonder. Hears that it's like the woodsman's goes there, sees like it's full of at first he thinks like just these creepy um, wood creations. Woodsman finds him, yada, yada, yada. Turns out like you find out that woodsman's name is Klaus. And when Jesper was running away, uh, he dropped the 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 letter that the kid had drawn, which um, the drawing was of the kid being locked up in his in his um, house uh, and very unhappy. Well, you see that there's cert- some sort of fantastical thing going on, some sort of supernatural power, because like there's always like this white wind that comes in at certain times with Klaus. It, it <laughs> comes in. It grabs the paper and it basically puts it in like into his face, basically, like not really into his <laughs> face, but he like catches it 
he sees the uh the picture of the the unhappy child finds jesper later on jesper thinks he's trying to kill him and <laughs> he just tells him hey bring me to uh this location uh he brings him there <laughs> and klaus like makes jesper deliver this package and jesper's like this is clearly a severed head why am i delivering this this is clearly a severed head uh fast forwarding through a couple things because you know there is are some comedic parts and we don't want to spoil the whole thing um for you i mean obviously we're gonna spoil it right but not the whole thing um yeah. there's some comedic parts uh jesper <laughs> ends up <laughs> dropping off the the um package turns out to be a toy right a really cool toy I wish I had one of those. I'm, I'm just saying the way it was moving around, it was insane. Insane toy. That's all I'm going to say. For the place that they're at. You, yeah. You don't. Bro, even for now. The yeah. way that thing was moving and how long it was powered off of one pull, I would like that toy for, for my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just funny that, you know, just it automatically their relationship is a funny one. Jesper and Klaus. Yeah. Uh, and this launches two things. It kind of launch, soft launches their agreement. It's not really a relationship at this time. It's more of an agreement. And just one of the funniest scenes comes late, comes right after this, where the kids realize that, oh, they could get toys. So they come to, to try and do letters Jesper turns into a whole dealer, right? He's out here selling slash collecting letters like a drug dealer. And it's hilarious. Like, he's like, hey, yo, you got you got the stuff? And they're like, yeah, they get they like shoot him a, a penny. He like grabs their letter. He, he like comes up to these kids, opens up his jacket. And he's got like these different letters for them to choose like. It was just funny. Like, it, it, if you know, you know, basically, like, the way they were <laughs> they were making it seem. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but you yeah. You had to get that 6K, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, he's like, you had to get that 6K. I, I got to make this money. <laughs> so, like, the, the way they did it was really funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just, it, it soft launches the a relationship with Jesper and Klaus more as a agreement. Um, it then also helps the other character, which we haven't really spoken about her, um, Alva. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a teacher we met earlier, but there's nobody to teach. So she's just trying to save and get the heck out. Uh, she's a little unhinged. She, she, uh, threatens him with a knife <laughs> a couple times. Well, he walked in on a woman. With a knife? Uh, no, no, he did not walk in with the on a woman with a knife. He walked into the store and she was like, "If you're not gonna buy anything," and she pulls a knife and walks up to him. And she's like, "Herring is on sale." <laughs> um, so while he's doing his whole letter thing with the kids, a couple of the kids are like, "We don't know how to write," and he's like, "Wait, you don't know how to write?" So he brings them over to her. She begrudgingly starts teaching them 
And she teaches one kid and she's like, wait, that's my name. She goes, yeah, that's your name. Yay. All right, leave. She's like, wait, can you teach me more? And all the kids want to learn. And this sparks her. Mm. Passion again for teaching. I, yeah, I was going to say meta, like I didn't mean uh, almost like a rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. Like because like you see it like she starts changing again and she goes into her savings where she's been saving for five years to get out of this place. She goes Ugh. and then she just grabs a little bit of money, grabs them like some some paper and stuff that she can do. And you start she- seeing her her situation change as well. Like. There's a, there's a really cool little snippet that they do to show that where she had all these fish on a line and it starts moving and then there's like five fish and one drawing. Then like two drawings, two fish, and all of a sudden it's just all drawing. So you just see like the change mm-hmm. in her shop and in her. So it was, yeah. it was it was a little thing, but it was a nice detail in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um I'll I'll drop it off to you because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> well, I will say the the magical thing that you were telling about. If you think of a mix of Pocahontas and Frozen, that's kind of the image. Oh well, the colors of the wind. Well, yeah. <laughs> and like Frozen Two with the whole her hearing somebody, but there's nobody really talking. Oh, Frozen Two. I yeah. thought you said Frozen 2 is in Frozen T-O-O. No. You mean Frozen Dos. <laughs> dos. Numero, numero yeah, two. it was like the uh, like the, the weird yeah. howling or whatever. Yeah. The one thing I did like about this movie is at this point, you're starting to see what this small little drawing is doing for the town. Like what these small acts are doing. Like just the... The delivering of the toys, the letters, how everything is now changing for the better. And that was very well done, in my opinion. Um, it w- didn't feel rushed at all. Like No, yeah, it didn't. Like, it felt like it was at a good pace. It wasn't like, oh, he immediately, you know, did 10 letters. Now he's at 1,000. Now he's at 3,000. Like, it wasn't super quick. It was like, okay... You got 10. Okay. You got 100. Okay. You got 500. Like, well, I, I, yes and no. I, I will say one, I still don't think it was rushed, but there was that moment, like that one where he was acting like a quote unquote drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Like, he went up from like 100 to like, to like 500. And then they, like, one of the next things you saw was him crossing out 1,000. Than him being up to like three thousand. So mm-hmm. yes, it did. But the way they did it in that little fast forwarding mm-hmm. didn't feel rushed. You know, what I just realized. What's up? If postage is a penny, he just had to make sixty dollars. Yeah, it was in a year. Was it a whole year? He only had a year to do sixty. Oh, 6, I thought he only had like half a year. No, but I don't he had remember. a year. Okay. He had a whole year. Gotcha. That was the ultimatum. But yeah. Okay. So yeah. Also, by the way, I forgot to say this at the beginning. This movie is a little bit under an hour and 39 minutes. It's like an hour 38 and change. Um, so it's not a long movie by Mm-mm. by any means. It didn't feel long either. No, it didn't feel rushed. 
and it didn't feel long. Like, no. So the the pacing was very well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What were you saying? My bad. I had to jump in and say that. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, I will say um, it's funny how it takes a new gener Like, they took their own spin on it takes a new generation to change old ways. Yeah. Because if you really think about it in today's society, the the way way back in the day with different points of view of life and everything, all of that has changed now because of all these different new generations that have populated. Yeah. Some are, not, not for the better, in uh, my opinion, but that's some, a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that movie, it did that. Yeah. Where it took a few that was centuries old and basically it was like never existed yeah and it was because of the kids and it was because of the toys and it was because of the letters yeah just yeah, no. one simple penny and a act of kindness changed it and that was funny well yeah i mean it just shows it it shows what what we've as a society have said for a lot of things for a bit it's you know nature versus nurture mm-hmm. um hate is is not something you grow you you're born with you're no. taught that uh so it good it shows a good job of them trying to teach their kids to hate this other people because like with the kid with the boy when he was hanging out with the girl and they were playing with his toy yeah. he's like he's like but why though and and that's just that's so childlike. He's like, why do I not? Am I not supposed to like them? Like, mm-hmm. we were having fun. Like, there's no there's reason. No reason for me not to like her. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, is it cop, it copied, it covered, um, some good little tropes and ideas well mm-hmm. in a different way, um, which is why I like it. Um, I will say, um, who's, who's your favorite character in this before I say mine? I was going to say who mine was, but. Ooh, it might have to be, it might have to be Alva. Alva? Yeah. It might have to be Alva. I really liked her, her growth in the movie. Um, she had a really sparky attitude. So yeah. Okay. And I usually tend towards the female characters anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah, I she's she's a close second. Um, even though for for uh one annoying like maybe five minutes, they it was very tropey with him. Jesper is my favorite. Um, he's very comedic, and he is relatable. Like if you think about it, if you've been spoiled your whole life mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have to go do this you are going to like he want the one thing i i give him he didn't give up like immediately he was like no because if i give up i'm gonna be cut off like he could have tried to no more silk sheets yeah like him and those silk sheets were hilarious like i hope his dad sent him something <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the way he was just like he he had a one-track mind to get his stuff done so he could get back to being pampered like I I I respect him for just not immediately giving up. Um but then, you know, the one trope that just annoys me is just the the if if we all just spoke for literally 2 seconds, we wouldn't have been mad at each other for like 5 minutes, you know? Like 
that that whole thing, which later on happens in the movie. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like w- which we can kind of fast forward because again, I don't want to ruin. I, not ruin. I don't want to spoil everything in this movie, right? No. Uh, they all have good character development. Um, but yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All of them. Mm-hmm. All of them have good. The only person who doesn't have character development is the fish. Is uh, the ferryman Mogans? He's just annoying <laughs> in the whole time. I want if he's supposed to be um if you think of a christmas carol the the um oh or even or even oh gosh what's the i'm trying to think of the three but he's like the homeless guy he's supposed to be the homeless guy no idea no idea idea what you're talking about okay yeah um but anyway there's there's he's like the mediator as i as i fast forward um, there is a part where it's very tropey, right? And I, I know it. I knew it was oh, going to come. We can talk about the part that made me cry. It was before. That. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that first. Okay. And then we'll talk about the tropey Well, it didn't part. make me cry, but it was on. It, it was bringing you there. Yeah. It was bringing me there. Well, um, Jesper and Klaus, they're, they, Jesper did this, has this grand old idea about this is where, you know, the Christmas tie comes in. And Jesper finds something of Klaus that is very, very sentimental to him. And it's a, like, wood carving of him and his past wife. And has these little holes in it. And he explains later that those are for his kids. Well, later on down in the movie, that gets filled in a way that is very heartwarming to me. Yeah. And that made me cry i don't know if i can really go into detail i don't want to like spoil it for everybody but that where you see it completely empty dark and gloomy to then filled with what the new beginning is and who his family now is that was a very well thought out um illustration that they put in the movie yeah no i agree i i saw it coming um not in that way, but the again, it's so how I said, and then we can get to the trope. Um, I, uh, the, um, like I said, that this kind of flips a Christmas story on its head. The way that this Santa mythology comes around is hilarious. So, like, they, uh, they're like, oh, Klaus is so magical. Like, he, he, there's how he's like sneaking in and you never see him, yada, yada, yada. And it's freaking Jesper doing it because Jesper's like the size of a stick. So he can fit into different spots. With a big old tummy. Yeah. And he um he doesn't have a big old tummy. Well, proportion no, to his arms and legs. Yes, he, he does. He does not. Anyway. <laughs> um, and then like how um how it comes about that. He's in a flying sleigh. It's because they go for for a reason, which we're not going to say they get they lose control of the reindeer in the sleigh and it like breaks and they're going down this, this giant hill and it has a ramp and they ramp over and this kid wakes up. He looks out his window and he sees the sleigh and the reindeer flying in the air. He goes, Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it just turns out they were losing control of the sleigh because when they land, <laughs> it breaks. 
And so Jesper tells Klaus later, and Klaus is like, he just laughs. He's like, a, a floating <laughs> magical sleigh? Like, so that was funny. Um, but yeah, so going back to the trope thing, I knew it was coming, right? Because it always happens in these holiday movies. But um, as we've been saying, you know, uh, Jesper's whole reasoning for for being here is his dad gave him um an ultimatum you have to sell or not sell you have to mail and sign uh or mail stamp and sign uh 6000 letters uh the two uh faction leaders they basically make a crap ton of just dumb letters they send it to the dad get in touch with him dad comes there He's like, oh, good job, man. You you did 18,000. That's crazy. I never expected it. You know, but now, now you can come home and get your, your butler and your silk sheets and stuff back. And when the dad's telling him this, you know, Alva and Klaus come out and he's like, hey, you, no, no, like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, every because he says earlier in the movie, you know, everybody's always out to get something. And he tells Klaus, he's like, yeah, well, at first, that's how I was. But he's trying to say that's not how I am now, which would have been fair. He's like, yeah, it started out like that, but then it changed. And I want to be here. Like, just just, just communication it would have been real easy. I don't know. <laughs> like, they just, it, it's, a, it's a false made sense of tension. But it gets resolved very quickly, so that's why I'm not, like, super mad at it. Um, but, yeah, I saw it coming. I was like, ugh, ugh. But, um, but yeah. And then the... Uh, I, I really don't want to spoil the ending, but I will say the ending is just very sweet. Um, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good ending on, on all ends, if you really think about it. Um, but as far as me, I'm done. I don't really have much more to say on this one yeah i don't want to spoil anymore yeah like i could say more but i don't want to right um so we can jump into ratings right yeah okay so oh gosh here it comes no 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 it's not going to be anything crazy right it's a holiday one so out of one to ten sleds Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, letters or... No, no, that's too on the nose. I mean, reindeer. We, we've been talking about... Yeah, see, again, <laughs> you expect the reindeer. I, I didn't say I was going to make it something you expect. Battle bells. It's just not something Ring. crazy. Um, so out of 10 sleds slash sleigh, what are you giving this one? And why? Do, 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 I know, right? Do, you're taking way too long to give this rating. <laughs> I'm teetering between an eight and a nine, so I'm going to do an eight and a half. No, I hate that. You know I hate that. Just pick a number. Oh, fine. Okay? It's it's not hard. Fine. Um, You know what? I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine. And here's why. Um... I love the spin, the spinoff on it. Um, I was very intrigued by it. It wasn't Rush. Um, the only thing I'll dock it on is the animation style. Eh, it was all right. In my opinion, I'm not a fan of that. But um, other than that, it was really good. Okay. And the music was cool. Not going to lie. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to give it a nine as well. Uh, the only, literally the only thing dropping it from a 10 is that stupid trope that I saw coming. Uh, but outside of that, I, I love the story. The comedy was hilarious. Um, the music and sound design were both really, really well done. The cast was really good. I mean, I love JK Simmons in almost every role he's been in. Uh, so him as Klaus was really cool. Um, but Jesper's voice actor, I know him, but his, uh, I don't know him as well as like JK. He did a really good job. I think everybody did a good job, basically. Uh, the, the little battle royales that they were having were funny. The little psycho Adams family kids, every time you saw them, they were like stabbing a snowman with a carrot nose. And that was funny to me. So all, all in all, I think it was just a good mix of a lot of things. My only negative is literally just that trope, right? Like, I think if they had not done that, I would have been very, very pleasantly surprised because it wasn't needed. The 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 resolution to it was very quick. And, yeah, it was kind of funny, but I don't know. I just don't think it needed it. Um, but, yeah, so that is what uh, a nine for me, a nine for you. So um, let's see. What do you want to do next week? Nine do you want to do rings. Do you want to do a movie or do you want to do a uh, a series? We can do a series. A series? Okay, I'm trying to think. What did How long is Spy Family? Spy Family? I think it's 20 something. Hold on. We can do a part Spy 1 and part X. 2. Spy X Family Season 1. Uh 25 episodes. Oui. So we can do a season one, season two, if you want to. No, I meant like a part one, part two. No, that's what I mean. Like a part one, part two of season one, if you want to. Yeah, we could do that. Or I don't know another one. Um, I, I'm trying to think of another one that Mark had given us. Uh, But let me look really quickly. Do, 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 do. Oh, Violet Evergarden. We could do Violet Evergarden. Oh, the series? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. Violet Evergarden. I, I've i been wanting to do that one. So I'm happy that we... Ha okay. So next week, Violet Evergarden. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Violet Ever Evergarden. So <laughs> if you just, you know wanted to take a guess, you could probably tell that next week's going to be a high rating. Um, but yeah. So... Uh, yeah, nines all around for this week. It was a good Christmas movie. I highly suggest it. Um, and then I guess that's it, right? You have nothing else to say? Nope. All right. Well, until next week, then I am CJ. And I'm Artsy. And this is the only AA meeting feeding your addiction. And we will catch you next time. And next year. True. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.